Riviera Radio Business News. Morning, Hank. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm very well, thank you. I missed you last week. I was also stuck in Jersey. I had an extra day in Jersey as the fog came in and kept me bound to the island, which was okay. Then I had a nice weekend, actually. It was a bank holiday weekend here, and um, usually the weather was much better than forecast, so the Pots barbecue was fired up, a nice leg of lamb on Sunday. It was with the children cycling in Bushy Park yesterday. I feel a renewed person. I'm rejuvenated and I'm ready for the big week ahead. Oh, that's good to hear. Is there coronation fever in your house yet? Uh, it's not building to a fever pitch, but it's simmering in a way it has to be said. Apparently there's a coronation quiche that we're all supposed to make. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure how to make a quiche, but uh, uh, I, may, I may have a go at that with the family. OK, and how have the markets been in my absence? Well, positive earnings from the tech mega caps have been helping to offset concerns over the regional US banks, mixed economic data and valuation challenges. Although I think market participants are a little bit cautious ahead of this week's crucial central bank meetings from the Federal Reserve and, of course, from the European Central Bank. In terms of market performance, well, last week on Wall Street, S&P 500 nine-tenths of 1%. Benchmark index was up 1.5% in April. In Europe, stocks its 100 registered its first weekly loss in six of half of 1%, still posting a monthly gain of 1.9% at its best since January. In bond markets, further evidence that inflationary pressures in the US are slowly easing, caused traders to scale back peak rate bets. 10-year Treasury yield closed the week at 3.4%. Opening calls on the European bourses are positive this morning. Got the Euro stocks up 8 points. FTSE 100 in London up 9 points. DAX over in Frankfurt up 34 points. Now, it's the third in the U.S. since March. What is going on with J.P. Morgan taking over the troubled U.S. bank First Republic? Yeah, it's been a troubled time for the U.S. mid-tier regional banking system. There's no doubt about that. Real questions over uh, the growth strategy that many of these banks have been pursuing. The lack of regulation, can you even believe that, in the aftermath of the financial crisis that's probably allowed them to become a little bit vulnerable to movements, particularly in terms of deposits. J.P. Morgan say agreeing to take over troubled U.S. bank First Republic in an emergency government-led intervention following concerns over over the lender's balance sheet and a flood of deposit withdrawals. Actually, customers withdrew $104 billion in the first quarter. To put that in some sort of context for you, that equates to around about 41%. JP Morgan will take over First Republic's assets that will include $173 billion worth of loans, $30 billion in terms of securities, and $92 billion of deposits. JP Morgan and the FDIC agreed to share the burden of losses as well as any recoveries. The deal will make America's largest bank, of course, even bigger, which may become a concern for regulators, but as we know, needs must. Shares of JP Morgan rose 3.8% on the announcement. The bigger question, of course, is there a risk of the failure of the financial system shining through, and could that undermine the global economy? Actually, we think the risk of that has been dramatically reduced. Certainly, if you look at the systemically important banks, the big banks around the world, they're subjected to having much higher levels of capital, much greater levels of liquidity. Leverage has come down. The stress tests that the largest financial institutions are subjected to are far more stringent compared to where we were back in 2008. So we could see further pressure, further regulation shining through in terms of particularly those mid-tier banks in the United States. The overall system actually still looks very healthy. And in my Benz, Benz, Benz. 
Yeah, Mercedes-Benz offering a slightly more optimistic tone as it delivered first quarter results, saying demand in China and the U.S. has been picking up as markets recover from inflationary pressures and supply shocks. Demand in Europe is still languishing, but the German automaker expects that it will improve in the coming months as consumer confidence is rebuilt. First quarter earnings came in at 5.5 billion euros. company warned in February that earnings would be lower during the course of this year, even with demand remaining stable because of higher costs. But on Friday, it lifted its guidance for annual adjusted returns on sales for its fans to between 11 and 13% and expected to hit the higher end of its 12 to 14% forecast for returns on the car division. So demand bouncing back in big parts of the world. Good news for Mercedes-Benz. And the foreign exchanges, please, Hank. Pound against dollar getting stronger, 125 this morning. Euro dollar now getting up to 110. Getting at 1 euro 13 and a half cents for the British pound this morning. Thank you very much, Hank. You're back again tomorrow morning at the same time. All good for tomorrow. Speak then. Hank Potts from Barclays. Thank you. Barclays Private Bank brings you Riviera Radio Business News on 106.5 FM. At Barclays, our size is your strength. And we've been using the entire reach of the Barclays Group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in Monaco since 1922. To find out more, search Barclays Private Bank or call the Monaco Private Banking Team on 9315 3535.